Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Thursday, 17th November, 2022. Our bit today comes from Hebrews 11, verse 6, which says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. That's God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It's Thursday, friends, the penultimate day of our work week, and possibly a harbinger of what our weekend will be like. That's snow-filled. My computer tells me that snow is in the oven. And if that's so, then the winter weather is here to stay, meaning we had better get used to it as soon as possible, for we might just be in for a long, cold season. But as the familiar saying goes, who cares, eh? Not us believers in Christ Jesus. For once you have Jesus in your life, it will be clear sailing. <laughs> well, that's not totally true, no, people. The sailing will not be always clear. But Jesus will always be there to guide and protect you and bring you out safely from any tough times. That's his promise. Listen to Brother Paul now in his first missive to the church at Corinth, where he says, They had no temptation taken or overtaken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. And that comes from 1 Corinthians 10, 13. What a marvelous God we serve, my people. He will allow temptations to come against us to test our faith and our backbone. But he will always be there in the wings, ready to help us if we falter, either finding a way for us to escape it or by giving us his divine help to overcome it. But as with everything else in the Lord's kingdom, that requires belief, faith, trust, surrender, and good communication with our God. And let's also remember what the psalmist said in Psalm 91, subtitled, God is a refuge and fortress. And he said it long before the coming of Jesus. So please read these words of glorious promise with me. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation or dwelling place, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in thy ways. They shall bear or lift thee up in their hands, lest thou dash or strike thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, that's the cobra, the young lion and dragon or serpent, shalt thou trample under feet. And that's taken from Psalm 91, 9 to 13. And if you don't believe the psalmist, then check out Jesus' conversation with Satan when he was tempted in the wilderness. Because that's the scripture Satan used to inveigle Jesus to throw himself down from the pinnacle of the temple. And Satan said unto him, That's Jesus. If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, 
he shall give his angels charge over thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And that's taken from Matthew 4, 6. Yes, friends, Satan knows scripture better than us to boot. For remember, he was once the archangel Lucifer, and probably even Hannah had a hand in helping to write it. And that's why he knows exactly where to strike to get us to do his evil bidding. But like Jesus, we must refute his arguments with scriptural refutations. And what was Jesus' reply to Satan's entreat here? Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt or test the Lord thy God. And that comes from Matthew 4, 7. Now, Jesus' refutation comes directly from Deuteronomy 6.16, where Moses lectured the Israelites on the sorrows of disobedience to God's laws. And I like to add to it, neither shall thou tempt or test the children of God. <laughs> oh, my people, living for Jesus in this evil, sinful world can be difficult. But if we hold strong to our faith, then he will enable us to come through with shining colors and eventually receive that crown of righteousness that brought Paul told Timothy awaits all those who endure to the end with Jesus. And you can find that scripture in 2 Timothy 4.8. And the author of Hebrews tells us thus about faith. Now, faith is the substance or realization of things hoped for, the evidence or conviction of things not seen. And we all know that come from, comes from Hebrews 11.1. 1. And that simply means we hope for what we don't see, but by faith or strong trust in God, believe that it will come to pass. And then the author of Hebrews goes on to tell us that it was by faith that the elders received a good report. And that's from Hebrews 11.2. Yes, saints of Christ, it was indeed by faith, strong trust in Jehovah God, that all the forefathers of our faith did what they did. And that sets the stage for us. Consequently, the writer of Hebrews can further tell us, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. That's God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that, my fellow believers, is our faith in a nutshell. We must believe that Jehovah God exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him and thus obey his laws. Matter fix. And it's not rocket science, you know, but simple common sense. Although common sense seems to have gone the way of the dodo bird in these current times. Now, here's the continuation of that promise from Psalm 91, which ought to lift up our faith even more this Thursday morning at the beginning of winter. The psalmist says, Because he had set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he had known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I'll be with him in time of trouble. I will deliver, and deliver him and honor him. 
and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Whoa, my brethren. Uh, you see what the Lord promises to do for those who believe that he exists and the rewards he will offer to those who faithfully serve and revere him. And that comes from Psalm 91, 14 to 16. And it's something the Lord is doing every day. Every day he blesses us with mercies and grace that we don't deserve. And there's this particular group of blessings that we call our Thursday blessings, which we need to activate by declaring, <laughs> right? We spell declaring right today, by declaring them out loud. So let's do that right now, now. As one strong and sincere voice, I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I am blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I am blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I am blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion, and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare it today and every day. Amen. And now, friends, having activated those blessings, it's our bounden duty to go out and use them for the betterment of our world and to bring others to Christ. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Life is all about Almighty God. Belief in, hope, faith, trust, and total surrender to him. And that's the gospel truth, my people. That's what life is all about. That's what he made us for, to be his companions, fellowship, to love and revere him and serve him and end up with him back in heaven. So please, let's get out there and do that now. And the only way we can do it is by living sincerely for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.